private foundations. They're not just for grants anymore. They're involved with impact investing and not just foundations, but also individuals and businesses. So many folks in philanthropy are using program related investments and mission related investments to maximize their philanthropy as a fundraiser. What do you need to know? I'm Bill Stanjakevich from the Fundraising School. This is the first day from the Fundraising School. I'm joined by Melanie Audette. She's the Senior Vice President of Mission Investors Exchange. And this is a national organization that's providing advice in the philanthropic sector to help all of us understand this growing field of impact investing. And Melanie has a long career in the philanthropic sector. And back in the day when we first met, about 20 years ago, we were talking about grants and grant proposals and grant reports, which we still do and we need to do. But now there's this whole world of impact investing. What do fundraisers need to know? What's going on there? Wow, uh, impact investing has been really an evolution from grants and investing to somewhere in between. This yeah. really is a hybrid of, uh, of really accessing, uh, recognizing where uh, the use of additional financial tools beyond the investment and the grant really can extend a foundation's uh, toolbox for making impact. Uh, the, the challenge really here is educating yourself as a fundraiser on what's available. And so a program-related investment uh, can be made out of the 5% payout that a foundation typically makes. A mission-related investment can be made out of the entire corpus. And Melanie, is it too simple to say that in both of those cases, the foundation eventually is expecting a financial return back, that the nonprofit is making a lump sum or some sort of payments over time back to the foundation? Is that correct? Yes. Um, the definition of an impact investment really has at its core some kind of a return of capital. Mm -hmm. Now that return can just be the return of the principal, mm -hmm. say if it's a loan, but it really depends on the agreements that are made upfront as far as what those terms are for the investment. Uh, and really you're trying to coordinate with mission. So in particular, and it's a necessity with program related investments, that, the, that it's aligned with your charitable mission. Why are foundations doing this? This really is a way to be more catalytic, to mm -hmm. do bigger things and really to move further into achieving your mission. Not that grants um, don't achieve mission every day. Mm -hmm. And there will always be a need for grants and charitable dollars. The foundations in our network of over 200 uh, foundations around the country are looking at this as a way to leverage additional capital and work with other types of investors to collate capital into the either the thematic mission that they have or even in a place, looking at the partners that they're working with from government, uh, from the private sector, uh, and from philanthropy. And even academicians are a big part of this work. Uh, and the education really is critical for fundraisers. Can we say, at least in general terms, generally speaking, that a project that is funded through an impact investment needs to generate some income so these payments can be made back? Is, is that accurate? That is true. There, there has to be a way to repay. Now, there are, um, there are instances in which the investment is intended to prove a new concept or mm -hmm. a new innovation, perhaps. And in that case, there is the recoverable grant which is possible, and that's really um, when you're thinking about, and the social impact bond as well. You're looking at um, trying to prove something or scale something, mm -hmm. 
And in that case, a foundation may say, here's a grant. If you take off with it, then you can pay it back. But the key to program-related investments is it's, it's not expected to be made into a grant if it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. There really should be a very clear expectation between the investor and the investee that, that it is to be paid back. Now, in the event that it doesn't work, because this really is about risk capital, yes. you know, getting, um, getting new things proven, tested, supported, or really just opening the capital market so that a, a nonprofit or social entrepreneur has access to, to commercial dollars. Mm -hmm. um, the, 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 the necessity of having those agreements up front um, is just really critical. We've always talked about gift agreements. The concept here is, is no different. Melanie, as a fundraiser, do I need to bring the idea to the foundation? Does the foundation bring the idea to me? As you share your expertise nationwide, what are you saying? Well, I would say both. Mm -hmm. And um, as a fundraiser, the, the one thing you don't want to be is unprepared. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important for you to know what the tools are and how they're being used. And so that you're ready when someone walks in the door uh, or you walk into a foundation's door and they say, well, you know, I don't really think that a grant would work, but what do you think about a PRI? Um, I would want to be able to know what a PRI is. And, and also we talked in our meeting today about uh, being open to, for instance, not wanting to take on debt capital if a foundation is offering you a PRI, a PRI in the form of a loan. Mm -hmm. So just really being prepared for that conversation is important. And Mission Investors Exchange can help us be prepared. Your organization has some resources, certainly for the investors, but for fundraisers as well. How can you help us out? Yeah, well, the nice thing is we have a ton of resources on our website at missioninvestors.org. Okay. And uh, that those resources include two really good guides. One is um, the field guide to uh, impact investing for community foundations. And then there's another one that's a small staffed guide to uh, impact investing. And those two, I would say, are the best um, general primers for you to just get started. And then beyond that, uh, there are a number of lots of webinars that are uh, archived on the site that you can listen through. And then we've had many webinars that are just open and free to the public because we really want to have a broader understanding of the field, especially for the investees. Again, it's Mission Investors Exchange. The website is missioninvestors.org for these resources. And, you know, Melody, uh, people uh, think maybe this is just the big, huge foundations, the Ford Foundation, Knight, McKnight, and others. Uh, but I know in Indiana and you see elsewhere, this is also the community-based foundations. The smaller foundations are saying, how can we get engaged with this? So fundraisers need to be aware. Even if you're not raising money from these large foundations, the local foundations are engaged. What are you seeing in that regard? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I would say we do have the privilege of having the largest foundations mm -hmm. in the world in our membership. However, we also have the privilege of having a huge number of community foundations mm -hmm and even the smallest foundations. And that's one of the reasons we developed with Arabella Advisors and Exponent Philanthropy, that field guide for small staffed foundations. Uh, one of my favorite examples really is of a foundation that has one and a half people who is just doing an enormous amount of great work through, um, with their CDFIs 
uh, I'm sorry, with their, uh, with their PRIs yeah. into community development financial institutions as their intermediary. And that really is letting them have a much bigger impact with a smaller amount of dollars. It sounds like as we get ready to conclude here that um, as I do my research of foundations as a fundraiser, I need to add impact investing to the list of, of what I'm researching. That if I need to look at a foundation closely, I need to know if they're in this line of work. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, so as you're doing your research of foundations, make sure, are they doing PRIs and MRIs? Uh, if you have the resources uh, from Melanie's organization, uh, you can maybe prepare a project for them, or you may go to them with a grant proposal, and they might say, actually, would you consider a program-related investment from us? And uh, the right answer is not, huh? It's, well, yes, I'm aware of those, and maybe we can have that conversation. Recruit board members for their financial expertise. That applies for so many reasons to a nonprofit organization. It now applies to this issue of impact investing. And of course, evaluation is always important in our sector. It's especially important with impact investing uh, because they need to see not just the social return of what you're accomplishing as a nonprofit, but also the financial return as well. We have more information through our coursework at the Fundraising School. You can learn online at philanthropy.iupui.edu. Check out our quarterly webinars. Uh, you have this podcast available. Social media is available to you as well. I'm Bill Stajakevich from the Fundraising School, and you are fully informed on this first day from the Fundraising School. Thank you.